damn, Jess, you're so stupid. Come on, give me a hit, homie. Holy fuck, Jess. You were right, stupid. This fucking PCP tastes like fried chicken. Podcasting from behind the ice-encased heap of junk I finally cleared out of my basement but left on my lawn. This is Tastes Like Fried Chicken. Another heater from the burner, spark a lot of fluid. If you can find a crew that's any how to find the do it. Now what kind of music echoes through the catacomb? Home is where the heart is, so the heart has never had a home. You hey people, how you doing? Amazing. This is Tastes Like Fried Chicken, episode number 40. Recorded February 15th, 2014. And, um... Rashani joined us on a moment's notice and kicked ass as usual. Uh, we are presented by the Chonilla.com network. Thank you so much, Cloven Shirley. Check out Chonilla.com. Check out our premium uh, material. I have two more in the pike for that. Uh, partly something I want to talk about here. Um, and uh, uh, the song today will be Decisive. Um, it's another Kilgore piece. And uh, it'll be West Coast from the album Vaudeville. Uh, Friends Forever. So, um, I just want to say, first of all, there's something mentioned in here about Ellen Page, uh, and I didn't get a chance to address it on the show, but I'd just like to say that anybody who has anything bad to say about Ellen Page can suck a nasty syphilitic old dick. She is a Halifax girl. I served her a pizza when she was 14. She came up on the Trailer Park Boys, and do not talk shit to me about Ellen Page. I will not listen, and I will fuck you up. You know, not really, but seriously, keep that shit to yourself. Some people have uh, feelings about Beyonce. Ellen Page is my girl, and I don't want to hear nothing else about it. Uh, also, I would like to say, uh, I didn't really get to talk about it on the show too much. Chill was too busy with her fucking curling. Curling. Chill loves curling, people. Just want to think you know somebody. Um, I just recorded... Uh, Luminous Flux, that's my interview show with uh, the Casey Stork, Sergeant Sergeant Roger, Staff Sergeant Roger, and he um, he just did a Luminous Flux with me about his experiences in Fort Hood, and I want to say, I have, I'm still processing it, but I am so grateful and so humbled to, <laughs> for wanting to do a podcast with Chill, I end up having this relationship that I have with him which is you know he's an amazing person for someone to share that with you as if you're worthy of it is uh, an incredible gift that I, I still can't get over and I think everybody should hear that episode um, the, get on the premium if you want I, I'm, I'm going to discuss with Cloven Shirley how we're going to run that um, but anyway uh, I just want to say thank you to him it, you know what folks like really Check it out. Anyway, without uh, further ado, here is the episode. Hey. Hey. How you doing? All right. Nice. So what's going on with you? Chilling, man. I'm, 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 and shit. I'm watching curling, and I'm. <laughs> I'm about to throw something at the goddamn TV because the U.S. just act like they don't want to win and shit. Silly oh, motherfucking, silly women. 
Well, y'all know I don't call women the B word. I don't do that. No. And you mentioned that you don't do it at certain times, though. So it's kind of like doing it. No, I don't call women bitches. No, like when I say bitches, I usually refer to men. I'll call a man a bitch all day. Or if I'm just slinging, what's up, bitches? But that's like being like, what's up, people? You know. (laughs) These mother hit two on the button. Oh, man. Well, you know, this is fucking weird, Charles. I am not used to listening to curling from Miami. That's, That's a new one. As boring yeah, like, and, and, and as many times as curling has ruined my life by being around, uh, this is it, this is new. Curling is the shit. That's all I got to say. Curling I think it looks like a shit. fucking shitload of fun to actually do. Have a couple of drinks, a few friends, actually go curl. But watching it on TV is is worse than watching. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> All right, nice man. I I really like starting off the show with breaking a stereotype. That's sweet. I have uh, I've had the craziest two days. Like, so you know, I'm always talking about how podcasting is this crazy, weird, new medium nobody's ever really fucked with, and I'm always amazed by the friends I've made through it. Obviously, you, the friends you make podcasting it's weird right like uh you don't know them you don't ever really see them like you and me have seen each other a handful of times and yet i feel like yeah you know i love you i don't know what i would do without chill like it's crazy um and uh that kind of it went crazy this last night because me and casey stork uh staff sergeant winston were um we recorded a, an episode of luminous flux the the interviews that i'm doing for premium chonella uh about fort hood and we talked for like 20 minutes an hour and 20 minutes about what that was like and um it's kind of one of the most profound intense things that's happened to me in my life really to to have someone open up to me about that and I can't even describe it obviously it's really haunting me when he went through um you know because he was right there you know he was right in the middle of it and um and uh, he's just an amazing person and that he would share that with me and with anyone who's gonna gonna hear it and you know I'm going to talk to Clove and Shirley about how we're presenting those episodes and stuff and, you know, whatever. But I'm going to make sure people hear that one because, yeah, I I just, I'm really still processing how fucking amazing it is and, and what a responsibility it is. And uh, I just really hadn't bargained for all this when, when you, you and I first talked about doing a show, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I gotcha. He's an amazing dude, I'll tell you that. Hmm. We're playing Sweden. <laughs> you ABBA motherfuckers. Oh, now they got to bring out the measurement. Man, please. 
Wait, wait, what, what we measuring here? Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> Hello? Yo. What's going on, man? Nothing much. Hold on. Let me get close so I can turn off God mode. Nice. Dude, now I understand the reverb. Yeah, actually, no. I took it all down and I moved it all into the bedroom. So now there shouldn't be too much. No, totally different now. I'm just saying, like, looking at your room, um, I I played music a, a while and know a bit about acoustics. Acoustics. And, and if you were to design a reverb room, you would make it those huge walls and then you would have, like, uh, you know, descending or ascending uh level like a speaker right like a, the point of a speaker you know what i mean mm -hmm. like how your back room goes up and there's a level and then it goes up again so right up in the top is really skinny but down at the bottom is the entire room right yeah. it's just like the shape of a, a speaker and you've got that hallway and then if you were gonna put it right in the middle of your echo it'd be right where your computer is like right in front of the end of that hall is the most possible reverb you can get. It's really like it's funny. It's a, it's sick. And you know, I actually um, want to get a piano just for that very purpose. Like it would that's so good. Exactly. It, so it would. Good. It would just. Oh, oh. Music. Music from that computer must sound like you know excellent. Excellent. That, yeah. Like I um, when I do the show. And I play it back like if there's music, you can literally hear it throughout the house. And I I don't want to sound like I have a I have a three story house. It's like there's really no way to say that. We were we were very blessed when we got this house. Like the market was horrible in California. So uh it was like hundred and eighty thousand dollars. So we picked it up like immediately. Oh my god, no. Nice. Like the vaulted ceilings and everything, it's you know. I want to force my kids to listen to a lot more classical music than they do um, just because these this, the ceilings are made for it. Like, yeah. the only bad thing about having ceilings like this is they put the fire alarms or the smoke alarms all the way at the top of these ceilings, and there's <laughs> like, no way I'm going to get them. Yeah. Um, that's the one bad part. But that, That's not that great. No. You can get those really decent, you know, cheap ones that just need a battery in them for the yeah. lower areas and honestly like i don't know uh smoke detectors are very very good so you know it you're probably good in a house like that i would say yeah. if you had any amount of real smoke it would still go off speaking yeah. as a third year electrician's apprentice they're they are really good for that kind of thing like that's why they go off when the fucking uh, oven opens at the wrong heat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've you're, noticed you're that too. You're probably pretty damn safe, I'd say. I I was just like, damn, that is a sweet living room. <laughs> and um, yeah, um, my wife has complete plans on filling it up with stuff that I would never approve of. <laughs> um, yeah. And I I just noticed, and it, it cracked me up. I love how you have this. Uh, I don't want to sound like, and then a pause, which is like the version of like. I'm not racist, but like, yeah, you I'm know, I'm about to say something I don't want to sound like I'm gonna say, but I'm I'm gonna say it. And you know, now that you've brought that to mind, 
I know how a racist feels because you don't want, you know, the statement that you're going to say isn't going to be taken well by everybody. So you try and like prefer, like preface it with, <sighs> okay, um, I feel really bad about saying this because there's some people who aren't going to really appreciate it, but yeah. I've got a really big dick and it's like, you know, some people are going to be encouraged by that. Some people are going to be upset. And you're just like, you know what? It's my life. So I understand racism now. Yeah. Just just after that, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, penile size and and it is one of those things that Hello, you, wait a minute. it doesn't matter wait, how rich you wait, get. Wait, wait, it doesn't wait. matter how, how successful you are or what kind of brilliant artist you are. If you, uh, if you are small, you are. That's the end of it. Like, there's Wait a no minute. amount of money that can fix that. Wait a minute. Hey, yes. Hey, hey, I come in on, I, I'm coming in on dick talk. Of course. Well, y'all had is, what show night. did you think you were on? Good night. Yeah, I mean, look, chill. You know, it, it, it's, it's just the way it is. Like, if <laughs> you have something that other people are going to hate on you about, I'm sure that you, well, no, because you're chill, as in none. Um... You would probably, well, no, I've talked to you in your more introspective moments. You might actually feel bad if you told somebody that you've got, fuck it, a juicy vulva. I don't really know what women would brag about. Like, if you're not in the itty-bitty titty committee, then you're talking about that. But everybody already knows, like, they can look at that and see that. But if you've got an especially juicy clit, I don't really know what women, what the humble brag is for women. For I can me, pick up... Uh... I can pick up um, bowling balls with my kegels, maybe. Like, yeah, you know, I can suck a golf ball through a a a, a straw. I don't really know. No gag reflex. It's it's that, hard to you know. Yeah. I I actually admire no gag reflex from a brushing my tongue standpoint. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, like I've I've had. Really? Yeah, you know when you eat like spicy food and you get that good heartburn. And then you brush your tongue, you're just like, I'm gonna throw the fuck up. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. that's where it, it can, an can, issue can, for me. Can I test your gag reflex? Fuck no. I've I've heard about you. Stay all mm. the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what the fuck you done heard about me? What the fuck you done heard uh, about me, nigga? Uh, uh you know. Show? Yeah. yeah, you know. Um, let's just say that when people go to your house, it's um you might get slapped with a dick. And, you know, while I am more than happy to come over to your house and maybe play a little bit of uh, Yahtzee, Parcheesi, uh, even Nickel. Pinochle, Spades. Nick. Do black people play Monopoly? We do, but they fight. Niggas will fight over. <laughs> Niggas, there's two games that I'm not allowed to play with my family anymore, and that is Spades and Monopoly. Um, spades, because if you renege, I will fuck you up. <laughs> oh my God. I will, I will do everything in my power to make sure that I kill you. If you renege in spades and then monopoly, because when I start winning and I don't know about everybody, but when I start winning, I start talking shit like shit on top of shit on top of shit. Um, and I'll be like, Oh, well, you just landed on Marvin Gardens. That'll be $600. Let me work out a payment plan for you. And I'm doing this like five-year-old. Oh, man, that's so annoying. Yeah, you know, and, and welcome to Boardwalk. You can't <laughs> afford it. And it's like, I'm going to kill you, nigga. So, 
Yeah, we're not allowed to play it in my house anymore because the last time I was playing, um, my six-year-old, he landed on Park Place. Yeah. I had to apologize later. Like, I was in the zone at that point in time. My mother was brutal with board games. And, like, similarly in the sense that she was like, oh, shit, here goes my computer. Oh. Hang on. Oh. Fucking with white people. Come on. Dim white now. people don't take hey, care of shit oh, and they computers bite the dust when you least expect it. And let me tell you something about this white guy that I know. His name is Owen Diamond and this is his oh fucking show. I'm gonna sing like a Oompa Loompa in Loompa Land because Owen Diamond doesn't fucking understand that I'm still recording this motherfucking show while he's Panicking, <laughs> I just wanted him to know. So I'm in this motherfucker now. My name is Rashani uh, from the sweet. single simulcast. How do you know what I am doing? Because I will tell you, then your day will be ruined. I'm hiding from my wife because she's throwing a party with a bunch of white women. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Man. Nigga, you drunk than a motherfucker, ain't you? You drunk nope. as fuck, ain't you? Nope. I am high nope. off life. He does that anyway. High off life. But you know what? When you are, when a party's being thrown in your house, like now I know that when I was a kid, that was literally abuse. When my parents used to say, we're throwing a party, get the fuck in the room. <laughs> you you hey i know i know you nine-year-old you get the fuck in your room don't come out don't we weren't allowed to get nothing to drink we had to crawl behind niggas like don't make a don't make a sound keep your door closed don't come out damn We're she ain't send you to your friend house she ain't send you to your friend house your cousin house or nothing the man, the, the cousin's mom was over at my house, so that was over there too. So there's like six, seven niggas in a room. One of them in the back talking about when we gonna get the shoes. And, um, that's that's what. No, so we're, we're 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 all just hemmed up in the back. This is before we could afford video games. So we're just sitting in a back room with a small ass TV with no knob, playing Monopoly with one dice. <laughs> hey, 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 nigga, I'm hey, I'm I'm a little bit thirsty right now, man. Why don't you sneak up front and give me some juice? No, motherfucker. My mom said if I came out, she was gonna ground me. You go get it. Nah, man, I ain't going out there. You go get it. Nah. Send your little brother to go get it. He pees the bed. And it will just be like everybody in the back plotting on ways <laughs> to get out. It was literally like Adult parties for a kid is like the fucking Shawshank Redemption. Cause by the time you figure out a way to escape your environment. The party's over. <laughs> now for the yeah. now for the talk about your mama now. Your mama ain't never your mom ain't never come check on you. No, no, she did not oh, because she movie. knew she knew without a shadow of a doubt that if we came out of that room, we better be nah, dying. Nigga. Nah, nigga, no, no, y'all all right? Y'all want something to drink? Don't cause don't come out here. Nothing, nothing like that. Nope, nope. Here's how it went in your, my house. Your mama didn't love you. Here's how it went in my. <laughs> I told her that many, many times. Here's how it went in my house. Hey, here goes the uh, Sunny Delight. Boof. Here goes the Tampico. Boof. Whatever it is. And at about 
four o'clock in the afternoon, we'd sit down and we'd eat some hot dogs. Now, when I say hot dogs, I don't mean the Oscar Mayer wieners. I don't mean the good ones. I mean like the bar S, like ghetto shit that tasted like salt. And we'd eat those with some ketchup on white bread and the white bread would turn pink because of the ketchup. And then we would get thrown in the room from four o'clock till about midnight. And you better shut the fuck up. You better shut the fuck up. Oh, nigga. I remember once my brother, he thought he was grown. He was like, I'm tired of this shit. And he got up <laughs> and uh, he said, I'm going out there. And I said, Reek, no. <laughs> and I grabbed his leg. And this is this is honest truth. I grabbed his leg and I'm like, don't go out there. He's like, no, I'm going. And he walked out. And the music just kept going. And you couldn't hear nothing but the music. And then all of a sudden, just like somebody was turning up the volume, all you could hear was. <laughs> As my mom whooped his ass back up the stairs <laughs> into the room. <laughs> and Dang, we... your mama ain't love none of y'all. Dang, oh. y'all had a mean mama. Y'all mama and... was evil as shit, man. I would have called child abuse on her ass. She would have. She would have been like, "Y'all niggas want some too." So, um, <laughs> when my mom started going to church, I was so happy because she was the type of mom who would wake us up for church and put us on that fucking bus, <laughs> and then go back to bed. So, when she started going to church, everything changed. But when she was in that party mode, nigga, you better and you better not never come in there. The only time we could come into the party. The only time we could come into the party was if we were invited. It was like Game of Thrones in that motherfucker. You can't sit at a Lannister table unless you were invited. We would get invited to come in there when they were all drunk as shit to do the robot. Rashani, do the prep. <laughs> do, do that move. Now, do the James do the, Brown. Do the prep. Yeah. Do the prep. Nigga, how old was you when the prep was out? Uh, I was about six. Oh my God, nigga! <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in there and I'm doing the prep half-heartedly because I'm looking at the drinks in the corner. I didn't know they were full of alcohol. I'm just thirsty, so I'm doing this and I'm doing the robot and you know the Running Man and all that kind of stuff. And I'm doing the centipede and the whole nine yards. And then when they got tired of me, I got sent back up to the room, and that was an adult party for me. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> okay, enough of that. You ain't finna turn this into no goddamn Dr. Phil segment. Mm. You got issues, bro. Yeah. You need to work that out with your moms. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you 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 got mama issues like a motherfucker. You hear you hear you hear the pain in his voice? And we had to go to the room oh, yeah. and we gonna get down to drink. That shit's still with you. Well that's bullshit. I'm just saying. It Actually. is your mama didn't love you. Your mama didn't love you, bro. I'm sorry to tell you. Your mama ain't love you, though. My mama loved me. I mean, I had to stay in the room, but at least I had snacks and shit. And my mama would come check on me. My mama come to check. You all right in here? Yeah. Okay, yeah. mom. All right. Go on to bed, baby. Okay, mama. My mama loved me. Yeah, my mama loved the hell out of me. Chill, chill. To, to, to flip it back to my mama, who, you know, mommy is cool. I, I love her. She's good people. She got a great sense of humor about the whole thing. Her mindset was... Again, 
I couldn't go over to my cousin's house because the cousins were over there while their parents were partying. My mom's mindset was, I'm not feeding every motherfucker's kids. I'm not feeding them niggas. No. No. So you better get what you can get while they're not here. Because as soon as they get here, I'm out here. So that was it. You know, mm-hmm. it was just she, we, I have a lot of cousins. Like a lot. <laughs> like like yeah. my mom has eight, no, seven, seven siblings. And they each got kids. And they would wow. all come over to the house. So literally, when you think about this, we'd all be crammed up in this one room. Hoping that somebody brought their that Nintendo is, over. That is kind of a horde of locusts. Exactly. Like, you you know, know, it's like if I even got something to drink, everybody would be like, party pack on that Kool-Aid. No, nigga, I don't, I don't want that. I'll drink my spit. And then when they leave, I will go downstairs and I will drink whatever's left over. I'm okay, mama. Don't don't <laughs> pop your head in here. Because if you pop your head in here, then Ray Ray's going to tell about how I hit him in the back of the head. And this one's going to talk about how she's thirsty. And then everybody else going to start. Don't even come in here, mom. Just handle your business. I'll get something after our prep. I, like, you know, from my, my parents were both pretty, uh, like, you know, lame. There weren't a lot of parties. But it is fun to look back on the, like, you know. When you're like 10 or 12 and your parents were fucking hammered and you really didn't know what was happening at the time, but now you know what alcohol is and yeah, I got a couple of times my parents were staggering and acting silly that uh, make a lot more sense these days. Right. But see, see, y'all understand, my mama didn't have parties like that. My mama had church parties. Oh. Even though I don't know which is worse. You know, all you hear, praise God, <laughs> praise God. Mm-hmm. And I, so I heard that for about two or three hours, you know. I mean, it's all good, but at the same time, you know, I had my little snacks and stuff in the room, and, you know, I'm playing my little, because, I mean, that time, you know, I mean, I grew up when it was just Pong, two sticks and a dot, and, God, yep. yeah, that, and, and then, you know, later on, I got that Atari 2600 and all that shit. Mousetrap. I, I, I was like, the, yeah, fuck Mousetrap. Mousetrap ain't never worked. They ain't never do what it pulls a boot on to. Oh, nigga. My mama went and Every, bought me that shit. No, 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 Everybody. no, no. Not Mousetrap. That, that was, that was lame, but Mousetrap, the Atari no, game. you know what? Mousetrap, the Coleco game, is one of the best games that ever came out along with Ladybug, but let's get back on that fuckboy Mousetrap game, like that board <laughs> game that I think <laughs> that was- every kid got. <laughs> oh, that was the worst. It oh, ain't shit. never do what it's supposed to do on TV. The mousetrap never so came expensive. down. You would always have to hit something with your finger. I done spent an hour building him. And I like, okay, I got the silver ball. Let me let it run. The silver ball always gets stuck on somewhere. I have to click to something. And then I'm like, man, and it just like got to the point, you know what? Fuck this shit. It, goes down that, it, it would go down that yellow back and forth thing, and then it would hit yeah. whatever mm-hmm. it was supposed to hit, and then it would stop. So you would have to reach over and actually <laughs> lift up the thing so the next part would roll down. And 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 look, look, let's look, we're all friends here. Didn't ne'er one of us actually play the game. None of us. I don't know a ne'er motherfucker who actually played. There was a exactly. game. There was an actual. Wait, there was a game. There really? was an we actual just... point. There was yeah. a point to mousetrap. Oh, like you weren't supposed to build all that up at once. It was supposed to be bit by bit as you did this board game. And oh, maybe that's why it never worked. It didn't work because it was <laughs> shitty. Don't give them no outs. <laughs> 
it was cheesy. It was that really flimsy, like plastic with the edges on it. Exactly. Stuff. So you yeah. know, it, it it we used to um all go over to my granny's house for like Christmas, you know, and um yeah, Christmas Eve we'd all stay the night back there and we'd do like a talent show or whatever. Nigga, you don't want to hang out with more than three kids at a time. Like, if you're a kid, you might think that kids are having a great time if they're around, like, 12 or 15 cousins. Let me tell you what happens when there's, like, 12 or 15 kids in one room. (laughs) At least three of them niggas is getting bullied. At least. One's being completely ignored and trying to fit their way into the conversation. One's done already broke half your toys. One is showing off. And one is a bedwetter. And that's just half of them. <laughs> okay. One is asking over y'all and over was... again to play a game that don't nobody else want to play. Y'all some bitches. Y'all, <laughs> y'all were some bitches. Sorry. Because, see, it sounds like I got you by... sound like I got you by 10 plus years, bro. Y'all were some bitches. I'm t- hey, I wish you would come to my house and try to take my shit. I wish uh-huh. you would. Oh no, not a I wish no. I wish you would try to I wish you would try to touch anything that don't belong to you in my room. <laughs> I really wish you would. Cousin friend, I don't give a damn what you are. I I really I really wish you wet the bed and think you're gonna sit anywhere on my bed. I, I really <laughs> wish shit. Hey man, awesome. bullying? Okay, all right. All right, bully my ass. Well, then we gonna have to solve this problem right now, then, cause we fighting. Damn that! Ain't gonna, see, that's the thing. I ain't never fight though. I just wasn't having that shit. Now my mama told me when I was like five, three. I'm sorry, three, three or four, somewhere in that age range. I used to fight one of her her friends' kids. I used to beat his ass up. He was like, yeah, he was like seven or eight, and I used to whoop his ass. I'm like, what nigga should? Yeah, he was should have been fucking with me. He did, he ain't do nothing. Well, apparently he did. So you know, but it wasn't gonna be none of that shit. It, it psh, I had cousins who would tear up the devil. Them motherfuckers knew. Now we gonna take out the toys I want you to play with. And yeah, them be the ones I really didn't give a shit about anyway. Even though I kind of did, and I didn't give it. They would wind up playing the boys basically would wind up playing with baby dolls because I don't even know I didn't play with them shits. So that's how that shit. <laughs> Fuck that shit. You can play with her ass, plait her hair, do something. Put a dress on her. I, I didn't give a fuck. You ain't touching my good shit. I ain't with See, that shit. We we, we Y'all got some. to know. Well, no, we, 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 you know, like I said, I'm, I'm one of the youngest in this circle at the time. Uh, and so I got to know very quickly if, if I want my shit to survive the night, because, you know, it is a survival match. If I want my shit to survive the night, I got to take the stuff that I actually like and want to keep and move it the fuck out of my room. Because you can't, you, you might, I mean, chill, you, 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 you know, you might, you might be able to but at a, at that age I wasn't able to supervise 11 other personalities going on around me and so even if I told somebody if you touch that shit I swear to god I swear for god I'm a I'm a I'm a punch you in the back of your neck that shit hurts by the way um yeah but see you couldn't tell your mama cuz your mama didn't love you she wouldn't have did shit no way but see my mama loved me so if if it would have got to the point where I couldn't handle shit I'd be like mama 
Tell them to leave my stuff alone. My mama would have been like, y'all leave her stuff alone. But your mama didn't love yeah, you, bro. My, my, my yeah, mama would have been like, you, you better stop interrupting this motherfucking party. <laughs> yeah, you were pretty much on your own, so I could see, you know, the problem that you might have had. You know, but you should have kicked the nigga in the dick. Sorry. It should have been some dick kick. I'm sorry. I know that's a violation in y'all world. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do to make a nigga understand. I mean business. Don't touch my shit. And... Your cousins and shit, you should be kicking them niggas dead in the nuts. Sorry. Something. <laughs> Sorry. Bet you I told you shit, not man. to touch that nerf hoop. Damn real. Damn real. And plus, you know, I guess it also helped out the only child. Because uh, yeah. in a sense, even though there were some, some ruffians and shit, they kind of still looked out for me because they knew I was the only child and shit. You know, but... Yeah, fuck all that shit. Yeah, nah, Sometimes nah, you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, we, we lived in that lifestyle where uh, because we were able to have our own uh, toys that other kids didn't have, we were assumed to be rich in our family. So it it uh, there wasn't too much empathy coming from other niggas in the house. Like, oh, okay, your mama throwing all the parties. You must be rich. So me, I'm standing, you know, in the back just watching. I'm, I'm more of an observant type person. Like, I'm going to see how you get down, and then I'm going to start taking steps to make sure shit doesn't happen. And so, like I said, that's how stuff started ending up in my mama's room. Um, now, at the same time, you had to deal with that one little kid who was always getting mad because they weren't being included in the games you was playing. So... Uh, hey, why it? Why didn't this kid getting to play with the Rock Lords? Because you know the Transformers were gone. Like they, I would hide those because niggas would also. I don't understand this. They would steal my shit. Like my own little cousins, they was ghetto. They would steal my shit. Like they would walk in empty-handed and walk out with a Rock Lord. And so, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. You know, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Let me let me just ask a quick question between you two guys. Just yeah, like I just want to, yeah. I just want to see the age difference. Um, name some of the shit, some of the toys y'all used to get for Christmas, birthdays, shit like that. Some of the toys y'all used to play with in general. All right, you go first. Uh, number one was the Adat, the Adat Walker. You yeah. know, fuck you, and fuck, fuck Canada. What the fuck is that? Adat from Star Wars. The, the Come tall, on, no, you're just uh, thing in, the, in the Empire Strikes Back. No, it's no, like a dog robot if, that's like ten stories tall. No, if I told if I told you I never seen Star Wars, you wouldn't believe me. I'm not a sci fi chick. I, I have I've never seen I, Star Wars. I, I refuse to believe that there's no that there's anyone in the world who that you know what? Star Wars is the one no, let me take that back. Star Wars, James Bond, Star Trek. Those are the three things that you you are most likely to get viewer raped by. Like somebody will say, You've never seen it before? Come on! You yeah. gotta see. Yeah. You're not going any fucking where until you see this. Return to the Jedi. Yeah. So that's yeah. I, I actually got viewer raped with James Bond. Like somebody was like, "You haven't seen Goldeneye yet? Oh my god! Come on!" And this was in college, so I was like, "Fuck it." Okay, but wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Rashani, Goldeneye is not James. That is not James. Oh, that, that was that is, that is not James Bond. Sorry, Sean Connery. It's Timothy is, Dalton. That, that is not James Bond. Sean Connery is James Bond. Okay. 
Yeah, he was. Go for and, and But, it, man, I'm telling you, the new guy, that guy is fucking good. I love yeah, him. Daniel yeah, Craig. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan Daniel of him. Daniel Craig is badass, James Bond. I don't like the way they've been writing the movies as if it takes place in the 60s, except everybody has fucking smartphones. Also true. Yeah. Fuck off. No, no. That's annoying. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying but is, it, what, what you're saying is when I got vaped, it wasn't even a good fucking. It was just a, you know, it was a Vicky <laughs> no. It was weak, weak. Um, so what, what other toys? Weak. What other toys? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Did you say Abner, the ad, ad, whatever? Okay, but what else? What else? Yeah, yeah. What other toys y'all played with? Um, I had micro machines. Um, yeah, and had- let me see, transformers. Like the when I got um, Omega Supreme, that was like just the end of the nice. world to me. Oh my. god God, Omega Supreme was so fucking dope. Until the Decepticons came up with their own version and it was a purple train because I am a big fan of the color purple. Not the movie. I've never seen the fucking movie. Judge me. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm a big fan <laughs> of the I haven't either, so I can't judge you. I'm, 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 still trying to, I'm still trying to make my way through it. But that's a, that's a different topic for a different day as to why I didn't see it. But keep going. Nah, so when Batman came out, the 89 Batman, one of my favorite movies even now, I just oh, I too, gravitated man. to oh. the Joker so much that I was like, fuck everything else, I'm wearing purple. So <laughs> um, I literally had the purple overalls and purple everything. Like oh, man. I looked like Barney because wow. I wasn't skinny. Um, oh. And <laughs> so... The, when the purple just, what what age were you in that movie? I was nine. Out? I'm an '80s baby, like literally born. Okay, 19- fuck, I'm older than you. So dude. when it came out, I was like all in. And um, actually, me and one of my friends were just talking about that a few days ago. I still contend that you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight is literally one of the best movie quotes of all time. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. Although I still have to say, did you like? Okay, so I got that movie as like the first videotape. Mm. I ever got as a present. It was for Christmas when I was 14. I was like pumped. I I pretty much memorized that movie, watching it over Mm -hmm. and over. But there's that scene where it's in the trailers. Batman like shoots his shit and flies over the art gallery. Where does he get those marvelous toys? Where does he get those wonderful (laughs) toys? But, but on my videotape and in all the subsequent times I've ever seen that movie, instead he flies over and it goes, those wonderful toys. It's a bad yeah, cut. It is. It is. And I, I wonder if that is like actually just like a serious fucking Hollywood fuck up. Like, how does that happen? You know what I mean? It's in the trailer. It's and yet the final version. It's not there. Oops. Well, like somebody's drinking. I've, I've seen movies where you, all the good stuff is in the trailer, and then you go into the movie, and none of the shit that's in the trailer happens in the movie. Um, and that happened most recently when I saw Project X, uh, which as a as an adult, I mean, as a kid, there's movies that as a kid I would have thought were fucking epic, and as an adult, the only thing yeah. I was thinking when I watched that movie was I would fuck somebody up so much. Project X is about a bunch of white kids uh, who uh, throw a house party that ends with the entire neighborhood being fucking burnt down. Oh, yeah. And none of them get in trouble. And so, Impossible White Man movie, shout out to Rod and Karen, but more than that, 
as a parent, I was just like, oh, my kids are going to see this movie and I'm going to have to fuck them up before they even think about it, like a preemptive fuck up. <laughs> um, but, Jill, back to your question. I have my, I had Micro Machines. I had Transformers. I had GoBots. If I had family members who didn't love me. Um, I had a Power Pad. I had a Nintendo. Um, I had a Sega Master System. Um, yeah, Master System. And... I got a turbo. Graphics. I wanted one personally. That was the like the peak of my. Office. My next door neighbor had a Turbo Express, like the the portable yeah. Turbo Graphic, and he played Ninja Spirit on it all the time and Bonk's Adventure, and I was just like, oh! And then he gave it to me, like I don't know why he. I might have stolen it. Um, <laughs> um, Wait a minute! So, nobody, no, nobody, nobody had Odyssey. You mean no. before? What's that's Odyssey? the one that came out before Atari. No, no, you, oh, really? You ever seen National Lampoon's? You ever seen National Lampoon's Vacation? Mm. Oh yeah. Remember when Chevy Chase was mapping out the route they were gonna, where they were gonna Wally World? Remember that was the Odyssey system. Yeah, yeah. That was the Odyssey system. Never had Odyssey, huh? <laughs> My okay. dad had one, and um. Thank you, Rashani, for telling me your dad had one. Thank you. <laughs> No, 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 no. I don't mean it like that. My dad actually, because my dad, my dad, my dad is weird. Okay, I just have to get that out of the way. My dad is the type of nigga who will come into the house at the age of 35 and announce that he's now a crip. And he just does that because we wear a lot of red. He just, if you think I'm an asshole, if you think that I'm an ass, wait until tonight. But, um, like, he would... Whatever we liked, he would like the exact opposite. So he liked video games until he realized that his sons would like video games because he liked video games. He didn't understand how that shit worked, you know. So when he got the Odyssey, it was all gravity. And when, because he actually was the one with the Sega Master System, so he had the Sega Master System and the Odyssey, and he had the Atari too. Because I remember playing that ugly ass version of Pac Man, the twenty six hundred. Yeah. So. When he got the Sega Master System, I was five. And I started playing it, and I started getting good at it, and I started enjoying it, and I started beating the shit out of him. And then all of a sudden, video games are the devil. <laughs> uh, no Intellivision? Yep, Intellivision, ColecoVision, we had both of them. I remember that one. Yeah, those were we, cool. I never had them, but I had The ColecoVision was the biggest piece of the shit controller with all of those buttons yeah. on it. But in televisions, yeah. I, I I got down on the blackjack and the basketball. I didn't even know what blackjack was. Um, I'm just sitting there playing it because that came out in like 79. So I'm sitting there playing that and I'm playing basketball. And that was really it. The square ball and shit. Huh. Yeah. Huh. yeah, I mean, as a gamer, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I'm a gamer. I've been playing games all my life. Uh, I sometimes review video games and all that kind of stuff. And I'll go back yeah. in history on you because I'm... You know, it's it's fun, I guess. It's the perfect drug. That's what it is. Now, what's this uh, new uh, VR that's actually usable? What's it called again? The, uh, fuck, what's it called? The new, do you know what I'm talking about? The new uh, headset that's like actually marketable and usable now? No, I know about the Google Glasses, but. No, um, no, it's not that. It's uh, It's actually like. Apparently the big the big problem they're having now is it, it's a really usable actual VR helmet, virtual reality helmet, but um, it has to be a game where you're like sitting in a car. You can't be walking around. 
and it makes people throw up. And they don't have that down quite yet. <laughs> but, um, fuck, what's it called? Okay, well, why are you thinking? <laughs> it has to be like a you know a tanks game or whatever. Oculus Rift, that's what it's called. It's uh, it's actually like a consumer available now, like two grand or whatever. They're pretty fucking cool looking. Like people, the, there's some neat YouTube videos of people uh, using them. Like there's one particular program that's just like a bunch of flies just attack you. You get attacked by like a swarm of big flies, and the 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 video of people doing that one or the roller coaster one, it's pretty impressive. You should check it out. So so let me get this straight. Toys to y'all were like video games, huh? Well, a lot of yeah, them because we recognized uh, at an early age that my mom didn't give a fuck about video games, and so when moms and pops split up, um, we were able to take advantage of her uh, by basically saying, you know, if you buy us this Nintendo. That, you know, I, we went investor on her. Like, that might cost $125. But these games, these games right here, nigga, this shit right here, nigga, this shit only costs like 20 bucks. So you make that initial investment for us, and then we will use our chore money, our, our allowance, and buy the rest of it on our own. And she saw the wisdom in that. And so she was like, sure, go for it. And then we came back a few months later and were like, you know, uh, can we work out a match type deal where if we have $15, you spot us another five. So we're able to go get it. And then we broke it down to, it's my birthday. Can you just get me this? Cause I really need it for my birthday. And then it just turned and she bought it. Cause she didn't give a shit. Yeah. That's cause More your mama don't love you. That's cause your mama, mama didn't love you. But you know, I love the video games. And so through that, like by proxy, Yes, niggas. I use the word proxy on a podcast. <laughs> I proxy. My mom loved me because I loved the video games, and she got me said video games. Nice. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, my mama loved me for real. I, she got no, me the video game, and just when it got the game, because I said, "Mama, I want them. I ain't had to spend my allowance. I ain't had to say birthdays. I got two of them, motherfuckers." My mama loved See, me. I, I've always wondered what that only child life was like, because I was the second of two. Uh, my mom might try to say I was a baby, but no, I was the second of two up in this bitch. And so um, I never knew that life. I knew mm -hmm. a whole lot of... Um, where's my baby book at? I'm, I see a <laughs> bunch of baby pictures of my older brother. Where's my baby book at? Because on the low... Nigga that's telling me I was adopted. So where's my <laughs> baby book at? Where's the book where if you turn it to the front page, there's a birth certificate with my name on it. Where's all of that stuff at? Oh, you don't remember where any of my stuff is. Oh, that's what's up. Um, can I ask you a question? Do I have a box of my art and my drawings that you could save for later? No, I don't. So that's what I went through as a kid. Like, the middle child syndrome, that Scar from the Dream Team, and Scar has a lot of shots out to him. Um, the, yeah. the, the middle child syndrome that he talks about, it ain't shit compared to the youngest child of two. Like, there's no chance for that middle child syndrome. There's nothing. There's two kids, and then they got tired. And they were just like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and so they were like, you know what? 
we're going to grow this one up so he's able to watch this one. And so my brother, his job was halfway telling me a lot of bullshit and lies that I would go cry to my mom about. So no, she probably didn't love me because I came to her a lot with a lot of questions like, did you find me under a rock? Oh, man. Like, seriously? Yes, my brother told me some outlandish shit. Like, one day he told me, you know what? You're not even supposed to be here. First of all, they picked the wrong kid up out the bassinet when you were born. You were supposed to be a girl. (laughs) He would also tell me stuff like, they didn't even want you. That's why mom got that Cabbage Patch kid in there. They didn't want you. You're a mistake. I definitely <laughs> told my brother he was adopted. That's a classic. You have to try that at least a few and, times when you're an old. And then you find out that there's there's nothing to actually there's nothing to actually prove that you're not because there isn't any proof. All of the baby books go to man. the older brother. All of the memories go to the older brother. The pictures of them graduating. The My brother played basketball every single year from like kindergarten until he was in sixth grade. I did not get to play shit. Do you know what I got to do as a second born, as the youngest? I got to sit there and watch and shut the fuck up. Damn. But I have to say, man, like I don't mean to be... Um... You know, maybe this is an asshole thing to say, but like, I've definitely, there's uh, members of my family where the youngest was the only one that got attention. The oldest really didn't. And like, it was, it was, it was hard to watch when I'd be present for it. That would have happened to me, but here's the thing that people don't really think about. T-Boss! T-Boss! You have, a, you have a you have a better chance of getting attention as a kid if your age group matches up to what your parents were. Say if your parents were the youngest in the family and you're the youngest in the family, you might get attention as the youngest. Both of my parents okay, were the yeah, both that. of my parents were the eldest in the family. Oh geez. And yeah, so awesome, I'm the youngest. They don't know how to work with me because I'm the youngest. And so they're looking at me like all the time. Like, why are you whining? I would go in there and tell them. I'd be like, my brother said I have to walk behind him five feet when we're walking to school. Like, I can't walk next to him. I have to walk behind him. And they'd be like, yeah, I used to do that shit too. Like, they'd start reminiscing on my ass. Like, yeah, you remember remember that time that I put a booger into your food? The cousin George? Yeah, I remember that shit. You was horrible. Oh, Rashani, you're still here. Yes, motherfuckers, he ate my cereal. Well, he's a growing boy. I remember I used to eat all your shit. Remember Cousin George? Yeah, I remember that shit, nigga. (laughs) Y'all some motherfuckers, man. I hate you both. But now the funny thing is I'm the youngest child, and my wife was the eldest in her family. And so now with the kids, I, like, openly am a defender of our youngest child while my wife is, like, the the protector of the eldest. (laughs) Yeah, we're the same way. I'm an oldest, she's the youngest. So sure. you will see that that line, like, you got to stop picking on him. Well, he's got to learn how to toughen up. You know what? <laughs> Let's go talk in the back room, baby, real quick. On the same page with this shit. This ain't going to work out. So I want your opinion on this one, Rashani, because Chill's already told me that's no good. But last episode we were talking about, um, I don't want to use the word. It it's a three-letter F word. It uh, but it ends with hag. Okay. 
And, uh, you know, it's a term, a well-known term. The cigarette For term. a well-known phenomenon. Yeah. Of, yeah, that's exactly. correct. Of the, the gay man and the straight woman being good friends. And I feel like the straight man and the gay woman are also a thing, and there's no word for it. And I think lesbros is a really oh, good Jesus. term. No. That's, that's bad. Thank you. Oh, come Thank on. Thank you. What? Thank you. Somebody got some doggone sense right here. I <sighs> just, see... Owen, see, I mean, really, I'm telling you, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. I am a gay woman, and I'm telling you, not gonna work, bro. Not gonna work, you bro. You never call anyone your lesbian. Oh, Jesus, that's horrible. When you said <laughs> it again, is... I realized how bad it was. <laughs> that like, is past when, horrible. When you say that, my palms All get right. sweaty. Look, right. that is look, back look, to the if I may, because I'm never going to have this type of a platform again for this, because by the time I get around to doing the next single simulcast, it's going to be old hat. But um, why can't they just be people? Like with Michael <laughs> Sam, real talk, and I know I sound, I know, I know, I know, when I say it, I know I sound like, nigga, grow the fuck up. But like when Michael Sam had to come out because the NFL was going to out him. Like, why? Why did that happen? Why does that matter? Why? Is that why that happened? I never heard that. What I'm hearing is that there were uh, scouts and officials from NFL teams. So, you know, they they get, they really do. Um, they, they look, look deep into it. Exactly. Yeah. And they were going to say something. So he had to come out. That's what I've heard. And I'm just like, why? Why does that matter? Like, okay, if, 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 if me and a dude have been hanging out since we were little kids, and then one day he comes out and says he's gay, is that going to change our relationship at all? Like, you're not, I can, I can understand if, if you're in a situation where you and a guy have been hanging out or been friends, or you and a girl have been friends forever, and then they turn to you one day and they say, you know, Sometimes I just like to fuck little kids. That would change a relationship. Yeah, that would definitely yeah. put a damper on some shit. But saying... Yeah. This is not the same category exactly. at all. But when you say, hey, you know what? I am romantically attracted to other men. I'm romantically attracted to other women. That does not say, A, A, that does not say... I'm attracted to you. Why do people get that in mind? Like, why do mm. homophobes tend to think that all gay people are going to be attracted to their ugly asses? Why? Mm. And It's especially fat white men with a lot of hair on their shoulders that seem to think that. But, like, you're not discounting the fact that, I mean, whether or not he's put in that position, it's still badass as hell to come out before you're fucking drafted. Oh, yeah. Even if people were going to make rumors about him, he could have said, nope, not true, sorry, I don't know, that's some bullshit, and then got his fucking, got drafted, and then had a career, and then retired, and then come out. But. You know what I mean? That, like, that's fucking that is, crazy cool that he that did that. That is, and it's, it's boss. It's absolutely boss, and he handled it like a boss, but here's the question. If he wasn't the I think it was Big 12 player to, defensive player of the year. No, nigga. SEC, nigga. SEC. No, I knew he was Missouri. Yeah. I thought Missouri, I, I'm, I'm basketball numbers, you know, so yeah. I'm in yeah. basketball mode. Basketball, I know that they're, at least they were, I don't, I don't know, it's Missouri. This Pac-12. He's pretty that. much the top defensive draft exactly. pick, isn't he? If he, he like, wasn't that. Way the fuck up if there. If he wasn't that, 
would he have done the same? That's the question that's going through my mind now because it shouldn't have mattered. But since he chose this time to do this, if he was somebody who was hoping for a pick, because you know that there's people in the NFL who are just like, you know what? There's people who call being gay a character issue, dog. Totally. The 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 what, who the fuck was it who said that? Uh, uh, you know, it's not going to go well because uh, faggot is a word we use all the time. Yeah. Like we don't want to have to stop saying that. Yeah. As an NFL representative, like yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, he's got a position of of power in that sense, but like even still, it's it's a complete like um, guessing game as as to how much that's gonna fuck with his career or if it will or you know what it's gonna do. I just think that's fucking really fucking ballsy to to come out before that happens. Like that's. You don't see that very often. As 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 shitty of a state of affairs as it is, that athletes even have to come out. You know, like who fucking cares? What difference is you that? know what I'm a you, you that's kind of the most ballsy one. You know yet, what got me, and I think about this sometimes um, because I have four kids, and statistically speaking. Just statistically speaking, <laughs> there's a good chance that one of them are going to be gay. Yeah. The father. The father who, when he was first told or first reported, it was first told to him by whatever, and the Washington Post came up to him, and he said that off-the-wall shit that was completely uncalled for for a father to a son. That nigga came back later on and said he was misquoted. Now, how do you get misquoted on something like that? If you don't want to get misquoted on something like that, if you want it to be real cut and dry, when they say your son is gay, what do you think about that? If you say simply, he's my son, I love him and I don't give a fuck about anything else, that can't be misquoted. Yeah. And as a as a journalist, as a journalist, that has always struck me as funny how people said that they were misquoted. To be misquoted means you have to be quoted as saying that, and then they type it out in a different way. That's what misquoted is when you say that they read something wrong or you you yeah. you worded that incorrectly. But if I have a tape recorder and I hold it in front of you and I say your son is gay, what do you think about that? And you say back to me, marriage is between a man and a woman. There is no way for you to misquote <laughs> that. None, none. And yeah. you are just a fucking horrible father. You are a horrible person for saying. part the reason why the father me also well all of it I don't I don't I don't I think that is I think that it shouldn't matter and that's what I said from Jump Street that's your life do you it doesn't matter to me but but at the same time at the same time this has become such a big media issue like one of the big media things to do is so and so came out today um uh, what's the what's the young lady's name? Ellen Page. I can screen. I can scroll up to the top of Facebook, and she's trending right now. That she comes out as gay. Like, why? You're right. Why does it matter? Why, why? do I care? I I can answer that myself. Okay. Hold on, hold on. 
let's not blame the media because the media has been the media. The media gonna do what they do. Take the media out of it. The media ain't got shit to do with this. We gonna blame this media. Here, let why me tell you why I care. Personally, I care because I have a lot of friends. You'd be one of them. But I have a lot of really close friends who grew up at a time when everybody around them, the whole time they were growing up, hated the kind of person they were and could talk about it openly and could be completely homophobic and could hate on them. And I was the same way. And then when I met people and realized that everybody's a human being and this is not anything you can hate someone for, then that whole thing becomes evil. And it is. And every time somebody comes out in public who is a normal person, who is any kind of person, who's a successful person, anybody who comes out and says, yeah, I deal with it, especially if they're in the media, especially if they have stuff to lose by coming out, then that kid who's in high school, who's, who's 12, who's thinking about hanging themselves because people know they're gay before they even fucking know what that means, that kid has somebody to look at and say, this is not that bad. This person has done, this person can be the best fucking defensive end draft pick in the best football league in the world. And like, you know what I mean? And he's gay. Who fucking cares? And before you can say who fucking cares, all those people who do have to stop caring. So, you know, I mean, like maybe, maybe, yeah, it'd be wonderful if it would also, if everything was all the same, but it's not. Figure skating, you cannot be openly gay and be a figure skater. A male but you can't be you, seriously. But you can't be a figure skater and not be exactly. This is what I'm saying. You <laughs> cannot be a openly gay male figure skater in 2014. That's why like, I care, hold man. Hold, hold on, like 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 Johnny Weir. I think that's his name. Um, great figure skater. I think he's retired now. Olympic uh, gold medalist and all that good stuff. He used to wear like the most outlandish outfits. And you knew he was gay, and he knew he was gay, but nobody ever what? spoke on him being gay. Did and it was like, did it matter? Like, na- did, next you're going to tell me Liberace was gay. Come on. Did it, did it what matter? Did say, what did it stop what did the music? Rashani, Rashani, yes. did you just say he wore the most outlandish shit, so therefore you knew he was gay? No, no. Is that what you just no. said? I probably did. Yeah, probably. But because he, he was a male a, figure skater, therefore you like. Come on, or a swan, like like Bjork, like and I I don't know. Like my point is that this shit is by no means uh, a a done deal. People are not taking this as if it's not important. It is important. Why why you're not suggesting that that we shouldn't care about it? Are you chill? I think I think it's more important to y'all. Because, see, gay people just doing what we got to do. And, see, and, and what bothers me, and we just wasn't just sick of this whole shit. Because, you know, like I said, after the first day, I didn't, I didn't listen to no more nothing about it. Because I'm just, like, enough of this shit already. You know, because, it, like, I, 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 I just put a tweet out, and I was like, from what I was hearing, I'm like, look, the conversations about it, they, they lack honesty, true perspective, and they're just fucking boring. True. You know? Very and true. I think I think what it really is, I think it's important for y'all to to yeah, to, yeah, well, maybe to, that's to, what it to, is, man. To show to show the world how tolerant you all are of us, the gays. And I'm thinking, first of all, that bullshit. Cause what we supposed to give you a cookie for being decent people? You don't get no fucking <laughs> points for that shit, really. 
Fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. You don't get points for being a decent human being. You know, it's just who, a shame in this day and age. It's just a shame points? in this day. It's just a shame in this day and age that, yeah, you know, this is how it has to be. But in my book, you don't get any points for being a decent person. That's it's fine. Supposed, who's who's asking for points, Jill? Like, are you saying I'm asking for no, points because I, I, no, I like this l- stuff? L- listen, what, listen to what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm missing the point. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm right. talking about those Me. people, the collective, <laughs> those those of you, if the shoe fit, okay. okay. Right. Those of you who are going out of your way to just show how tolerant you are, and you know it doesn't matter, and why should we do this? And okay, well, it's the same thing that gay people been trying to say for the longest. Yeah. But when we say it, it means nothing. But, but you guys, chill, right. chill, wouldn't you? But when you guys say, that's right but, when, but when straight people, but when straight people grab a mic and want to talk about it, oh, then it didn't mean something. Get the fuck out of here. It's it's like okay, look, I I I look. To me, it's like look. Some people out there have really good hearts, and it really doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know. But it's always, you know, they they just don't have to tell the world about it. You know, they do. They just gonna live their lives and. Whoever they meet, no matter where they're from, they just, you know, they go on and get in where they fit in and they get along. And, you know, if it's a question of them not liking it, it has nothing to do with who they're sleeping with. It's maybe because they're just a shitty person. You know, it, it, it's, it's just like, you know, and I'm just wondering, that, like, from the straight person's point of view, why do you all care so fucking well, much? Well, well, well. I got and, kids, and, man, on, for one on, thing. I, and I got really, really awesome people in my life who I love very much, who are gay, who have to deal with this shit. Isn't okay, that but enough? Then, okay, but then you know what you do? You teach your kids. Goddamn how, right. And I also teach other all, straight and, people and not to be dicks, okay, especially wait, wait, around me. And, that's what I, but no, you know. You know what? You can't tell grown people shit. That's first of all. You can't. You, you can't tell, Fuck that. You can't tell grown people Bullshit. what to do. I know so many people who didn't know look, anyone who was gay until look, they were 25, look, you can, you and then can. were like, oh shit, right, being homophobic is retarded but you because gay people are normal. But you didn't tell them what to do. All no. you did was educate them. All you did was try to educate them on some things. Oh, yeah, and then it okay, was yeah. No, you can't then, tell them was, what to do. You're right, you're right. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that you can't express yourself okay. when you're excited about somebody coming out who's a fucking major public figure who could lose money okay. for it but, that's millions but, but, of dollars that's okay. badass okay well then but then well then look well, what you do is keep doing what you're doing you just keep supporting the gay people the go. ones that want to act like assholes there you go just ignore them you ignore them don't give them the time of day or Leave you rub them. your nuts on them if it's like the right moment Okay, see, see, <laughs> you win this nut rubbing shit. You know, you I, 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 I was going to say something. And I was just like, shut the fuck up, Rashani. This is a good topic. <laughs> oh, man, but... go on, let it loose. Go on, let it loose. This tastes like fried chicken, man. Go no, on, let I'm it saying, loose, man. The, 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 the way that you feel about straight people uh, making statements about gay people are trying to take these stands. In all honesty, quite often, that's the same way I feel when I hear white people or anybody else talking about issues within the black community. Yeah. Like, they have the fucking answer. Uh, and so uh, I, huh? I, okay, I understand okay. completely where you're coming from, Chill. I really uh-huh. do. That because it, 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 you're not living this life 
I'm not living this life, rather. I'm not in that world. And for me to say, you know what, this shouldn't be a big issue or anything, it fucking is. It is, and it's going to continue to be a big issue that I will never fully understand. And it's the same way that when I turn around to a guy and I say, you know what, that white woman or that woman, when I stepped on the elevator with her, she got as far away to the opposite side of me as she could and held her purse to her and and, and looked, not petrified, but she looked very pensive. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I hate when that happens. And he's trying to explain it to me about his world, how he's doing it as a as a as an Asian man. It's not the same thing. So, Jill, I apologize. Mm. I do. No, 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 no. While I have while I have thoughts and insights, I can never truly look fully into your world. And so, you know what? I mean, like I said, to me, to me personally, and this is just my own personal opinion. I don't really give a fuck. I'm like your life no, is your no. life as long as it, as long as you're happy with it. But well, I can never. This. My thing is this. My thing is this. There are other ways the gay community can use your help, and okay. rather than waste time, and then rather than waste time on a bunch of assholes who are either closeted and afraid to come out, or just too knuckleheaded to just ever see what the fuck really time it is. Put your energy, you know, in other areas that can help the gay community. Like you say, if if you if you just want to educate, do that. But you know, like, well, here's a, here's an example. Help, for help you, us, Joe. help us, help help us out when it when it when it comes to, you know, like getting some of these law passed. Put your name yeah. on a petition, whatever. Well, I'm just okay. I'm just I'm just saying, here's, just do something. Okay, so here, you know, here, let me, other ways. Let, me, let me ask you. All right, so to me. Talking about this on the show is in the same vein as what happens on a work site a lot, which is guys standing around chatting, and there'll be some way that someone can make a gay joke, and someone will make one, and it'll be like about killing faggots. That's that's where we go to, right? And what do you say? Now, listen, most of the time, if you don't say nothing, that's where it ends. People are like, oh, yeah, stupid faggots. And then we get about our business. But usually I'm like, ah, yeah, that's funny. But really, like, who gives a shit? You know, honestly, I have gay friends. You have gay friends. That's stupid. Because if there's another person my age, guaranteed they know somebody who's gay and they don't really care about it that much. They're saying that for the uh, most homophobic person possible who could be there, right? And so if you start talking about it like that, just like as a, uh, that's funny, but can you imagine actually being like that? Like how much would it suck to always be scared of like another man looking at your butt? Like as if that's the worst thing. You know what I mean? Like you bring it up like, God, I'm glad I'm not from that generation where that actually is a real thing that people care about. And as soon as you do that, the entire level of homophobia drops by like fucking 30%. And to me, I don't know that any of those people, especially in a situation where I'm a senior person there, I'm more experienced, they're y- younger than me, they're just learning the fucking trade. I, if that person happens to be gay, and I know a few who are, I don't want them to have to have level 10 homophobia as the basic fucking level on a worksite. It should be as low as possible. And if I can lower it even a little bit by being the person who's willing to say like, but seriously, who gives a fuck? Do you really care? And if so, why? You know? That's fine. That's, that. that's and that's and that's fine. That's that's I'm, I'm saying that's fine. But let me ask you this, real real talk, Rashani. Yes. I'm... Uh, I don't know where you work, but what if you found out one of your coworkers was gay, and he invited you for a night out? Would you go out and hang out with him? 
Fuck yes. Um, there's this Wait, club down here. There's this club <laughs> down here. Because look. Wait, who says club. that about a club? Who said that about a club? I said, would you just go and hang out with them? Yeah. Would you, would you, you wouldn't be scared to be seen with them? No. Yeah, look, would you I take know, him around I... your, would you, would you take him around your friends and introduce him to your friends? Yes. You would? Yeah, why? Be real, real, be real with a nigga, man. I'm being absolutely, I'm being absolutely 100% with you. There's no, look, first of all, I know what I am and I know what I'm not. So right. when I, in any situation, I don't have to try and be something I'm not. So if this dude is my friend, look, pots and pans, 100 grand, if you my man, you my man. No. And I'm a ride with you. It doesn't matter what. Look, I don't, I don't, I don't know these motherfuckers, but I know this is my motherfucking nigga right here. I don't give a good goddamn what you say about him, but we gonna throw hands if you say it around me, cause that's my dude. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if they're gay, straight, if they got out of jail, if 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 if, if they if they got fucking scoliosis, if they're fucking retarded, it doesn't matter. If you're rolling with me and I'm with you, I'm loyal. That's my dog, man. You better watch your step. Real talk. Yeah. So. It's not um, one of those things like it, right. it, it. It's not one of those things like okay, would you be seen with this person? Because I'm I've been in places like less populated places in California. Well, not less populated, but less populated by black folks. I've been in places where white folks looked at me like they wanted to get up and move when I sat down. Mm-hmm. I've been in places where um, the one black guy who was actually in the area had to act completely different. Uh, because there was other white people watching to see what he would do when he was around yeah. black people. So he actually treated us worse than the white folks did. Yeah. I've been in places like that. And these are things that, in all honesty, pissed me off, but then they made me laugh. But at the same time, I'm sitting there like, look, if I'm ever in this situation again, what would I do? And how would I avoid ever making somebody else feel like they're in this situation? Like, I, my wife has friends that come over to the house that... I mean, they they when when anyone comes to that your house for the first time, they might feel a little bit uncomfortable because they don't know the whole family. They know this one person. Sure. If you just go out of your way, not go out of your way, but if you just keep it one hundred, you just treat them like you treat them. It's yeah. comfort, and I don't understand why somebody's background or makeup is going to change the way that you look at them as a person. Yeah. I know that this sounds um, pie in the sky. But when it's all said and done, nigga, to quote Depeche Mode, people are people. Oh, shit, man. That's nah. true, man. Yeah. Oh, and I, I don't, don't mean, I'm like, I, I really want to be clear, like, that I'm not in any way trying. And if I sound like I'm trying to suggest that I no. understand the experience of a gay person no. or a black person, then I'm being a douche. Totally. No, but no, I do no, feel that it's... it's you know what I mean? That's not the point, Owen. That's not what I was trying to convey. That's just me picking a straight person's brain. Yeah, that's sure. all that is. I'm no, not, but I do I'm think that's bad. important. I I definitely think, and and what you were saying about how like I don't know. I heard um, Bill, fucking Moyers. He did a piece about it, uh, talking about his reaction to it and and the reaction to it. And I do think ex- you hit on something there. That is absolutely what's going on. Is a lot of people who have recently discovered they actually aren't homophobic or don't really care that much who are just like straight white dudes are like oh shit no I don't care actually and I want to talk about it I think this is important because you know if you're going for a demographic if you wanted to hit on you know straight white dudes like 
football is a pretty good one to go for, but you know, like, and I do think there's a lot of that going on where people are sort of flexing their, uh, ability to, you, you know, my white privilege now includes not being homophobic right on. Let's talk about it and share it with the world. And you know, it's the same thing. uh, It's the same thing as when people come up to, it's the same thing as when white folks come up to me and say, you know what? If I saw you walking down the street at night, I would not walk the opposite direction. And it's like, what? 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 What's that supposed to say to me? Like, before, would you have? Like, the, the, the thing that makes it uncomfortable is when people feel like they need to confess. Like, they need to bear their soul. And, and, mm. and, and that makes it really uncomfortable because I don't want to hear you. And I don't want you to think that because you're bearing your soul to me that that makes it cool for you to do the same thing to the next person because everybody's not going to hear it. Mm. So if you, are, if you are okay with whatever situation, you're, um, if you're gay, if you're lesbian, if, you have, if you're straight, keep it. It's not a don't ask, don't tell. It's a I don't care. Yeah. It's really I don't care. And 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 look, if I'm at work with you, if I'm playing basketball with you, if I'm lifting weights with you, that has nothing to do with your sexual preference. Yeah. None of them. Unless we are talking about having sex, at which point yeah. I'm probably the same sexual preference as you. Okay, well well in that case, Fashani, just let me ask you, for the sake of argument, do you care if someone is openly homophobic? Do you know what I mean? Like at work. Like yeah, is, I, I, is that I, I know something that's mean. uncomfortable for you. And you know what? Since I work for the government. Oh, yeah. You don't have to worry I, about that. I don't really run into it because yeah. people come in there and they will shield themselves from yeah. anything because HR is a beast. I mean, it's the army. Better yet, the Navy in that motherfucker. And that might so. be part of why I'm, I feel so strongly about being vocal about not being a dick is because I do have it open racism and open homophobia on the job site on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So for me to sit there and eat that and not say anything about it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I can't do I, that. I don't, it it I, eats I, away I, at my soul, man. So I have to have these no, strategies no, never for fucking you. addressing it. You know what I mean? So to but me, see, go ahead. Sorry. I never told you, you know, up, you know, that what you're doing, I'm just, like I said, I was asking questions, mm. you know, and as far as you saying, like, when the dudes at your job, when they say, oh, fucking faggot, and you just kind of laugh at first, and you say, seriously, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Okay, that, that, that's that's cool, but I'm saying, does your conversation stop there? Or, 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 or do you just, like, tell them, hey, enough of this shit, man, you know, come on. You know, I mean, it, not saying that the way you said is wrong, but I'm like, the only thing I was saying, you know, like, there are other ways. Like, if you choose to educate, do that. It's yeah. nothing wrong. But like I said, that was just me probing the man of a hey, of, you know, know of, real, of, of, sure. of straight. I'm not real talk. It. Real, it's talk good. real real talk. Um, before I uh, met my wife and got married, um, I was dating a white woman. And uh, my daughter, Isabella, chill. I think I showed you a picture of Isabella once. Um, if not, all, you know, she's all over Facebook. Um, Isabella's mom is white. And so we used to go out because, you know, we were in love. We were dating, all that good stuff. And uh, to restaurants. And people here in, in Sacramento would not serve us. Wow. Like they would... Turn their backs on us. How old is Isabella? Like when Isabella is eleven. 
Holy shit. So this and was like This was 90s? when she was two. So this was two thousand and three. People would turn their backs or two thousand four. People would turn their backs on us and refuse to serve us. Um people would uh look at us both black, white, Asian, Asian. That was the thing that surprised me when 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 <laughs> um a Chinese woman was uh judging me. But what do you care? You know, and and that's what it is. It's like I don't know if it's because I've been as a black man, you can go through so many different things that you're just like, you know what? I don't really want to fucking judge anybody. I don't care. Right. And that's what makes it funny to me that 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 one of the biggest um proponents of homophobia are black churches and black preachers. And it's like so they have behind religion and they have behind religion. They're the main ones, you know, doing this shit. But see exactly. the churches is 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 tricky type because they have behind religion to do their their dirty work. Yeah. Which is which is a, an animal, you know, all on its own. But yeah. like you know, let me let me you know, cause it's like I was listening to fuck, I forget who it was. Keith Oberman. No, he, you know, I like Keith Oberman. Fuck that. He's good people, and, straight shooter. Yeah, and he was talking about, you know, homophobia, and he says, you know, I think he was saying the term doesn't even mean what it means. It does. It never meant fear of gay people. It meant fear of someone thinking you were gay. That's mm-hmm. what it initially, you know, meant. But I don't know somehow, some way, uh, it, it's, it got kind of fucked up in the translation, and this is what we have today. But it's like. What, what what really gets me is like it's certain things that gets me. It's like when people say, you know, that's the lifestyle that they, you know, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. First of all, let's back up because being gay is not a lifestyle, you know, because to, to say that would be to imply that we have a choice, you know. And, you know, like I tell people, you know, nudism is a lifestyle. You know, now if you choose to play golf with your balls swinging and shit and go to the grocery store with your titties out and also, and go to dinner putting ass and, and, and pussy all over the goddamn tables and chairs, that's your business. But that's a lifestyle that you openly and willingly chose. Being gay is not a lifestyle. You know, it's life. Being gay is just like being black or being a woman. You know, mm-hmm. it just you just it's it's who you are. You know what I'm saying? And and the thing that bothered me is that all these conversations about gay people and where are the gay people at in these conversations? Where are they? One or two or three of them, yeah, but where are the gay people, you know? You know what always... Where, where, where are the gay people in these conversations? So, so, so to me, it's like, you now these conversations, they, they lack true perspective because, you, you, because you're still only, tell, only telling one side. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, straight men, straight women sitting here you know, telling us, oh, it's wrong, and we should be on time. It's like, first of all, you're all fucking lying, okay? Because if it was the way it was, this would never be an issue. So you're telling me, all of a sudden, you're telling me now that, oh, being gay is not a problem? If that's the case, then why the fuck are gay people fighting so hard to get the same rights as as, as, as straight people, huh? Why? Mm-hmm. You know, how come there, how come, uh, there haven't been more dudes that have been able to just go into the NFL you know, and just hey, that's the way they how come we're treated so shitty and hey, this chill. goddamn chill, can I ask you a question? Um you, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> do you think that as the old guard dies off, there will be more and more tolerance towards uh gay lifestyles? 
Somewhat, but I mean, you have to think about it. It's just like racism. A lot of that shit is taught. It's passed True. down. Mm. You know, hatred and racism is taught. That that's 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 learned behavior. So, yeah. you know, it's it's like, hey, I mean, for 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 all of the 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 goodness that can come out of out of you know young kids who were dating outside of the races and who growing up with friends and brothers and sisters and cousins who were gay and you know that that's all good but you're still gonna have that 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 element who for whatever reason just has nothing but hatred towards others you know whether it be skin color or gender or sexual orientation they're always gonna be there but I think I think that you know, things will ease up a little bit because nowadays it's true. Kids just really don't give a fuck. They yeah. don't care. They be like, oh, you gay? They be like, man, I thought you going to tell me something. Nigga, we already knew. Fuck that. <laughs> you know, what yeah. the fuck? All you got to tell. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just having hope. I'm holding, I'm saying I'm holding out hope that, you know, things will get a little better. You know, but I mean, you you, you know, you're never going to get rid of it. You're never going to get rid of, you know, hatred. So, you know, it, it's just like you just, you know, I, I don't know. But it's, I just feel this, this, this whole thing is like, you know, that first day I just I just heard all of this shit on sports talk radio and all these discussions on, 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 on uh, news radio. And it just like made me sick to my fucking stomach. Yeah. And I was like. You fucking morons. None of you know what the fuck you're talking about. You know, none of you. I mean, just you're all just regurgitating and saying the same shit. None of you are bringing nothing new to the table. None of you is like, oh, I have black friends. Bitch, oh, I have gay friends. What the fuck does that have? That has nothing to do with the fuck we're talking about, you know, and that's why I'm saying they need to just be honest with themselves, you know what I'm saying? And and it's like nobody is keeping it real, and just for that reason alone, fuck them. Yeah, I, I mean, isn't it isn't it better though? Isn't it better that that the effort is being made, even if it's clumsy, even if it's from a place of privilege? Isn't it better that if if it is being made? Isn't it better that people are openly saying, you know, I'm okay with this. You know, even if that is a douchebag position of power thing to say. What do you mean a place of privilege? I don't understand that. I'm a white man who's never had to deal with any of this. I'm straight. It means nothing. I know nothing about what I'm talking about yet on TV. I'm willing to say, you know, well, this is all right with me. Isn't isn't that better than nothing? I mean, I get get where it's insulting, but but isn't that better than the other side? But it's not exclusive to, to white privilege. What the fuck are you talking not about? white privilege, straight privilege, specifically. You know, I mean, gay people are, the like, among the most persecuted on the fucking planet, man. Come That's on. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's from so a position it, of straight privilege. These guys on the on, on, on the news, specifically, like what you're talking about, that was making look, you sick. Look. I'm not saying you're wrong. I Obviously, they are... Like they have no fucking idea, but isn't that better than them all being like, I don't think this is a good idea? You know what always well, amused you, me you about? You know what? Believe, believe, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say the thing that always amused me about um, people saying that being gay is a choice. Why the fuck would somebody choose to be one of the most hated groups? One of the most persecuted persecuted groups one of the most misunderstood groups in the history of ever like why wouldn't they why 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 would they come out and say you know what i literally want you to judge every move that i make for the rest of my life 
I want you to try and take away simple things that you have that you really don't give a fuck about until I want them. I want that life. Yeah. Why in the hell would anybody yeah. want to do that? No, and that's sure. what really set me down and made me realize that, you know what, that whole it's a choice thing, it's bullshit. Yeah. It is absolute bullshit and anybody who says it there the funniest thing that i see in the newspaper nowadays is when somebody says when you read the statement x blank x mm. lesbian x gay x oh, yeah, whatever yeah. what the fuck how does that work how does that happen no, how did you how, what and mm, yeah mm. and i don't mean to distract but like chill what you were talking about with the with the newscasters and i'm i really interested in this particular discussion what would have been a good way for them to cover this story? Like, how should they have talked about it? As a bunch of 60-year-old, like, we're mostly talking about 60-year-old rich white men, right? Straight white men. Aren't we? Yeah, Aren't those but, most of but, your, but, your yeah, newscasters? But, but, yeah, but see, first of all, you need both sides, you, you know, to sit down and talk. You can't just... Do have all the talking coming from one side? You, you can't have it all. No, but I'm just saying coming, in, the, in from, the specific case. I'm just saying in the specific case where it's newscasters, sportscasters. This guy comes out. I'm curious what would have been better than the way they were talking about it. Not that I even saw it, but I just I I I want to know like how how should we talk about this? You know what I mean? I mean, just like some of the shit I was asking y'all, you know, or, or, or saying to y'all and just educating people. I mean, take this time to educate. Don't sit here and tell me what your moral beliefs are and your moral convictions are. You know, don't sit here and tell me because I'm like, you know, and then, and, 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 you know, how come nobody, I mean, nobody has sat down and, and told these people, like, okay, so, you know, gay people, okay, people who want to bring religion into it, okay, it's a sin and whatever. Okay, so I guess you having premarital sex ain't a sin. Mm. Or mm, 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 mm. I guess you, you know, oh, lying Leviticus, on your friends Leviticus. and stealing. And I guess all them goddamn tattoos on your body ain't a sin, mm -hmm. huh? And yeah. I guess all, you know, so, I mean, come on. You know, it's just so many other ways. I mean, Find a way where you could turn the tables and 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 this to make somebody see how stupid they are, and 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 then just let them see that hey, we're all in the same fucking boat here, mm -hmm. and we that you even though you think we're different, we're no different. It's just that you can see my sin, see, but you hide you hide your sins. See, you don't have the balls to show the world your your fucking sins and your you know your transgressions. You that you call me out and you want to call me perverted and you want to call me the son of the devil and all this shit. What about you? And see, nobody's out there calling these motherfuckers out. Let me tell you something. These motherfuckers GMs who first remain anonymous, believe it or not, I got more respect for them because at least they're being fucking honest. And I'm gonna tell you, you know, it, it, it's just like racism. I prefer overt racism any day of the week because at least I know where the fuck you stand. At least I know what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Don't look at me in my face and smile and then as soon as you turn your back, you sharpening your knives. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't. It, it's, it's, it's just, it's just all bullshit to me. Like I say, conversation is cool. You gotta start somewhere. But the, 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 the conversation, it, it just lacks substance to me. Because it's just like, come on. Hmm. Ask questions from a real life point of view. Don't, 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 you know, like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm big on 
you know, fairy tale endings and shit. You know, I'm, I'm big on imagining and wanting to live in, in a utopian society. I'm big on that shit. You yeah. know, I'm all, I'm I'm for equal rights for all and all that shit. And you know, I and I, I will never waver from that. You know, I don't you know necessarily believe in dividing up and and, and separating into groups and then fight. No, but let's fight as as a whole. You know, I think you get more work done, and I think you know you can push down more doors that way. You know, one group can't beat City Hall, but maybe all of us combined, maybe we can kick that motherfucking door yeah, in. I you hear know, you. but I hear you. you know, but but you know, as as far as that goes, it's it's just. It just lacks substance, and it's just like that's not what real motherfuckers are talking about. So it's not what real motherfuckers want to know. You know, like in in that case, like again, applying it selfishly to myself, I'm I'm looking in a couple of years to be the person that's running a job, right? I'm going to be the person in charge of a crew of people, and uh, I don't want any homophobic bullshit on my crew. So you know. Uh, that approach of basically trying to be as real as possible with it and just trying to think about it from a person's point of view. Because, like, I don't know who's gay and who's not. I don't want them to have to fucking hear that shit at work. So it's going to be well, a challenge. It's going to be a challenge, man, because it's, it's, that's not at all the way it's done now. So what you do with that when you, when you, when you, when you have to, because you might yeah. not have to. You know, you might employ decent people who get it, yeah. and it just might be, let's go to work and get this money. Yeah. And then let's all go home and fuck our partners or our wives, you know? Yeah. So, what the fuck? You might not have to worry about that bullshit. Speaking of but, utopian, yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, utopian, bitch. This goes out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, chill, chill. Speaking of black people... <clears throat> I'm glad I fuck you like the Winter Olympics. <laughs> oh man, I'm pissed off. We lost in curling, dog. What we the fuck? Motherfuckers. What we the lost to them ABBA motherfuckers. We lost to them ABBA motherfuckers. ABBA? We lost to ABBA in them. We yeah, lost to that... the Swedes, man. Okay, that's sweet. Okay. Look, you might be the only black person I know other than Lolo Jones who watches the Winter Olympics. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said I watched curling. Oh, and I watch hockey, and this is the only time I watch hockey uh, when we play Russia and we beat Russia's ass. So, yeah. <laughs> that is very yeah. specific. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because other than that, I can't stand hockey, and I still don't like it, but like when it's us against the world, oh, I'm all in. Much mm. as I love my country, Unless even, though my country, laughing, hates, yeah. even yeah. though my country hates me, even though my country hates me, I still love my country. You know what I'm saying? Go figure that. And I don't want to live no damn where else. I really don't. You know? Because, God damn it, I can't watch porn in these other countries like I can here. I can't watch two midgets get it on with a lamb in the background talking about, man. You know, I can't watch that. I can't watch that. You know? But, uh, you know, like for real, you know. That is bad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, really bad. But um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, um Clove and Shirley been giving me shit talking about old oh, pussy ass Canada. Yeah, 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 niggas, yeah. Where y'all at in the metal count now, niggas? Yeah, we tied for first, niggas. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the fuck y'all at now? They talk they talking all that shit about some it's okay, fourth place. That's what Cho gonna write. I mean that's mm. yeah, that's Gonna write. Yeah, yeah okay. you never you never want to get too uppity if you're Canada yeah. and it's the Olympics. Well, yeah, Come yeah. on, people. Y'all really. got slapped like a bunch of bitches with big dicks. That's what the fuck done happened to y'all. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. 
That's a big dick slap. But anyway, curling. <laughs> really mad about the curling. I really am. I really am. I don't watch none of that half pipe shit. I don't watch none of that. I don't. My mom, she loves figure skating. You but know, your mom she, loves she, you, so. You yeah, know. she loves me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, she, my mom never. Me. My mom never. Uh, Open me or or open me up to any of the Winter Olympics or anything like that or anything that has to do with Winter Olympics. Here's my question though. <clears throat> Somebody was talking about how the Winter Olympics, and again, this is when people get way too much time on their hands. But um, people are talking about how the Winter Olympics aren't truly a, a competitive Olympics because it's a lot of sports to feature a whole lot of. Um, there's not a lot of integration. <laughs> yeah, let's, so let's don't put it like know. that. That's, that's the that's the that's the Nordic. Those, they may as well call those the Nordic Games. That's all. And, you know what I'm saying? And they, 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 come on, really? I mean, the American athletes. Some of them got to train in Alaska. You know, it, it's not. It, it's, it's not a. This is not a, a, a mountainous country. You know, it, it it don't, and the snow. It's like that. You can't be just skiing on Martin Luther King Boulevard. You know, in the in, you know in Detroit. You, it know, is, you it, can't be doing that. It is kind of like it, the North Korean Olympics. Like there's only so many competitors allowed. I mean, yeah. you know, Jamaica, they there. You know, and I mean, like I say, I don't know anybody from Angola there. What the hell? <laughs> Where they practicing at? You know, so you know that, that that's the limits for white people, and the Summer Olympics are the ones for black people. Let's just call <laughs> it what it is. Well, well, and actually, the, the winter, Olymp- the Summer Olympics are Olympics for Jamaicans. Yeah, um, specifically, so, pretty specifically, black, like yeah. well, Americans and Jamaicans. Checked, <laughs> the last time I checked, they were still black, though. The ones that compete, the ones that compete. When when that when the Summer Olympics come around. Folks get really xenophobic around here. Like, oh, oh, they're they're Jamaican. And meanwhile, I'm like, that Sally Ann Frazier can get it four different ways. If you don't like, and if you don't like watching your same boat run, you just don't like track and field. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't like track and field, that guy's awesome. Yeah, so is Sally Ann Frazier. You know, but now, nah, but but the white man done snuck a couple of events in there that that uh, decathlon. Yeah, I'm gonna snuck a couple of events in there and shit. We gotta and have rest- something. No, no, no wrestling no more. Well, no, no, no. So we got it back. We got it back. Don't you worry about that. Oh, they did. Yeah. They oh did. yeah. Oh yeah. Y'all yeah. snuck a couple of events in there. White people but, aren't letting uh, go of wrestling. Don't you worry. That's how we got yeah. left, pretty much. Yeah, yes, yeah. Guys uh, took boxing and everything yes. else. Yeah. Took baseball and no more baseball. And then we, well, then, we honestly, then we gave that up. We we gave up baseball. South Americans. We, took, yeah, we gave that to South Americans. Just but, hand that over to them. You know, it's like you know. I mean, how many sports yeah, do you, you need? Know, Come on, Tiger Woods, y'all. All of them. All of them. All A L L U M. All of them. Damn Which reminds me, Owen. Yeah. I feel pretty left out that we have not done any uh, slang that you don't understand. Oh, shit. I did not prepare any bonnet colonic. Hang on a second here. I, let me, let me look in my notes. I was you, I, I went on uh, Black Sexy Geeky and Mental yeah. and had to explain dough to her, and it was one of the best things ever. Shouts out to Amber. I explain podcast what to love that woman. Dope. <laughs> Dope? Hey. Dope. Hey, D-O-H. Hey, hey, hey. 
Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Hey, and I want to give a special shout out to uh, the In Deep Show. Yes, uh, man. Recap the recap, the mm-hmm. honor. Mm-hmm. Y'all check them out, man. Check them out. Uh, just go Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio. Uh, type up uh, In Deep Show. All they joints gonna pop up, man. Be completely you know, and- honest. To be completely honest, all you really have to do on top of all that, you can just go on Facebook because they honestly post up their shit. Every day to every single link that you can go to to hit them. Like the In Deep Show, Big B, 15 Word Assassin, Queen Neen, Drew Baby, yeah. uh, Dr. Yeah. Mark Wiley. They stay hustling. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. you know, I've been podcasting for a while. Um, and I am realizing by watching some of these other folks that I really am not putting my all into this game. Um, I just want to say that the in deep show the black astronauts the black guy who tips they are all hustling like chonilla.com they are hustling yeah. get their foot in the door and just will not take it back out we'll kick it up and do this i'm one of them folks who are just like ah, today i feel like doing the show tomorrow i might not <laughs> uh-huh. and these folks maybe like, like, be like we on vacation today damn it we'll do it <laughs> Pretty much. Or we'll be like, Owen, Owen, uh, we'll do it next week. I'll be like, Owen, we can do it next <laughs> week. But you know what? We do what we can do. When we put it out, we just hope people listen. But That's right, man. You know what I'm I, not trying to make a career I, out of it. And you know what I found? We don't have to do things like everybody do it. As long as when we put out a show, it's 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 of good quality and people enjoy it. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, exactly. Ray St. Thomas to the Swift. You heard of the tortoise in the hell. So, you know. That's that's all I'm saying. Watch your I'm back, y'all. Watch your back, y'all. What? Racism isn't, you said racism is promised to the swift. I'm not really a fan of racism. I say the racism is promised to the swift. <laughs> <laughs> racism, nigga. I, I, I feel a certain kind of way about racism. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes right. I think I can just get the feeling that if Chill could, I would get punched. You would get punched. Oh, you Owen. Know it. Everybody would be getting hurt in this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. least once or twice. We get a slap here and there. So, um, mm-hmm. all right, we're doing this on the fly, but here's some uh so rough red man. Mm-hmm. Uh so I kicked it up to the digits. Terrific. Now I might as well just go talk about it as we go. Up the digits is of course, um, you know, got the numbers and crammed mm-hmm. them up somewhere i'm assuming the phone maybe uploaded or else so i kicked it up the digits terrific not knowing she was scoping me because i was mad spliffed and that's in capital letters so they mean it mad spliffed later on that week honey dip freaked the funk playing red man and eric out like two chumps calling him weekdays calling me weeknights who had her weekends whichever man would freak right okay so First of all, how is he letting this happen, and why is he allowing himself to like talk about it? Like, what? Why is he trying to make himself look uh, like a punk, as it were? Because he's obviously getting double time, right? Like two time here. Look, first of all, good choice of song. So rough is still what the album is one of the best albums of the '90s to me. Period. It's the first one. That's the first one. 
The second Ooh, one is There Is a Dark Side. But the, go ahead. There's what a, the album? Yeah. There is a what dark the album was just... Yeah, what time for some action. Oh, God. Just such a great album. Um, Hold on. You was a little children. What was you doing listening to that? <laughs> well, 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 I've grown up with hip-hop, so... I Your was mama really to... didn't love you. You <laughs> <laughs> getting back my, my um my My mom had one of those what she doesn't know won't hurt her type situations, especially after she bought me... Um, uh, bigger and deafer. She bought me LL Cool J's Bigger and Deffer with I'm Bad on it. And um, didn't know that there were explicit lyrics because they didn't put explicit lyric warnings on the tapes until Two Live Crew a few years later. <laughs> so she took the tape home and we were listening to it and everything and he starts cussing and I'm like, eight. I'm I'm eight. Yeah, listening, I'm bad. <laughs> she snatched the tape up and went into her room. And, you know, it wasn't until I was a parent that I really realized she, the shit she went through to try and shield us from stuff, she went and taped over every bad word on that tape. No. Yes. Wow. So that means okay, she had she to loves get... Okay, little. Exactly, because she had to get the tape and put it over the tops of the tape where the holes were, and then listen to each song <laughs> to find the cuss words, and then rewind back to where Not the cuss take word the was. Tape away. That'd be a lot easier. Yeah, but she wanted us to have it because she wanted us to enjoy hip hop. Yeah. Stop it! Seriously, Stop it. but she wanted okay. us to enjoy hip hop on it. her terms. <laughs> so Stop when it Stop came it. to Red Man, I didn't even tell her. I didn't tell her I had the damn CD. And I remember what the album was that red. Oh, it was such a beautiful tape. Um, and so, yeah, she never knew. She never knew that I had it. She never knew that I had that. She never knew that I had the College Boys. She never knew that I had, uh, oh, man, Death Certificate. Yeah. After the, after that's, the best, after, that's the best. That's the best Ice Cube album. I don't give a damn what nobody say. You that know, is the best Ice Cube album ever. You know what, Chill? I'm not trying to do a plug or anything like that. But if you really like that album, uh, myself, Evan B, and um, and Larry Lanklank, we did like a two and a half hour breakdown of Death Certificate. Uh, on a single simulcast episode earlier last year, and it just laid it all out. So you should check that out. It's really informative. But um, yeah, because yeah, cause, yeah, I, I, yeah, because that that was our for real. That was our soundtrack for about a year. So, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. We're sitting. I'm sitting in the back of my uncle's car. Like, damn, the bass on my summer vacation is gonna make my stomach hurt. But you know. Hip hop is hip hop, and 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 I'm glad that I got the opportunity to learn to love it at such a young age, um, because I would have missed out on a lot. Like um, De La Soul just had a thing. I think it just ended, or it ends in like an hour my time if they're doing it on Pacific, where they gave away all their albums for free. Wow. Because of all the samples, all the music that they couldn't get cleared through samples and everything, right. they couldn't get it on iTunes. So they just put it all out there for free That's on their cool, website, right. and I downloaded all of it. So um, I'm hoping that my kids will be able to listen to it. And people are like, why do you play music that cuts around your kids? Look, I strongly believe that 
when I'm not around, my 12-year-old and my 11-year-old are likely listening to music where they cuss. Yeah. But you ain't got to help them cuss. Because they're going to they be cussing your ass out. Shit. Yeah, they, shit. No, that will never. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. okay, now back to these lyrics, nigga. Okay. okay. Back to the lyrics. Dissect these lyrics for shit. Owen. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Flex to Jules, and she chose to talk to me. It was no doubt the baby case to talk to me. So I kicked it up to do this terrific. Now, knowing she was scoping me because I was mad split. He didn't know that she was um, that she was aware that he was a star because he was fucking high. Okay. So can you just go through it a little slower for me? Yes. Okay. I'll go. I'll go piece by piece. Yeah. Um. They're they're blasting his tape. Him yeah. and Eric. Yeah. You know. Um, and he talks to this woman who's built more damn body than a chop shop. Okay, yeah. You know, because in the chop shop, there's a lot of cards with nothing mm-hmm. on them, just bodies. Yeah. Um, Flex the jewels. He showed her that he was blinging. Yeah. He had something on his wrist, and that's when she decided to talk to him. And that's when you have to realize, Owen, yeah. that she's a fucking gold digger. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason she went for him. Yes. Okay. No, that's, um, now this is becoming why, clear. That's why they he treated her like that. He exactly. Didn't get played. Uh, he didn't he was get well played. aware. He was well aware that she was a hoe, and so since him and Eric had no doubt that she was scoping him out, that she that she was hocking her. Yeah. Um. They're like, okay, I'm not worried about it, uh, but she, he didn't realize the depths that she was going to. Right. That she was scoping him out as well because he was fucking blitzed. Right. Um, okay, I see. Later that. on that week, um, she tries to play them. She freaks the funk. Right. Yeah. She tries to play both of them, play the middle. Um, playing Redman and Eric out like two chumps. Yeah. Calling him weekdays, calling me weeknights, who had her weekends, whichever one had been fucking best throughout the week. Yeah. So that means there was both either. They were both getting it in throughout the week. Now, um, I have to ask, is this because I've, I've heard this spoken about before where people talk about like white people can have a woman who's banged all of their friends at one point, but it's in the past and they're cool with it. And that's not something that's really common in in, in like black circles. But it also seems know, like a hip hop thing to share chicks with your buddies. It it depends because in black circles you'll hear such things as it ain't no fun if the niggas can't have none. Yeah. Uh that's doggy style. Um you'll hear things such as uh bomb ass pussy where they're passing it around. Really a rap machismo thing to do is say that you're gonna share with the homies. Right. Um running trains, all that kind of stuff. Me personally Is that like which not we literally do not sloppy know. seconds though, right? Like we're not yeah, talking it, about that, 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 no, that's exactly what it is. It's, so it's, really, it's, it's like, okay, now your turn, and you get that. Yes. So it's sort of it's like literally, okay, it's, a way for it's, you to share your jizz with your buddies. Like, that's yes, kind of and, gnarly. And, and, and oh to, me, to me, I have never been I'm, – I'm selfish. And why would I go out of my way to discover or secure – Why would I go out of my way to discover or secure some pussy – just so I can split it with my friends. <laughs> hey, fellas, you know, I've been taking this girl out. I've been talking to her on the phone. I've been doing all the heavy lifting. $200 dates. 
$200 dates, no Groupons. I've been doing all of this just so I can finally get her into my bedroom. Why don't you guys come in behind me and fuck for nothing? This sounds so much to me like the uh, chicken that was like, uh, you didn't help me bake the bread. You didn't help me pick the wheat. You didn't help me do all of that. But now you want to eat? No, nigga, you ain't getting nowhere near that. And, and, see, and, that's why your mama, see, Rashani, that's why your mama didn't feed you. See, that's why she ain't getting no staff when she at the party, because you ain't do nothing. And now you want to eat? That's why your mama ain't feed you. See? You, you know what? That's true. You ain't, you, you ain't grow the weed. You ain't shuck the corn. You ain't do nothing. That's why your mama didn't feed you. Now you get it. See? You now ain't you clean get the it. house. You ain't clean the house. <laughs> <laughs> My mom probably would bust that down. Oh, you 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 want to eat some of these uh, weenies on a stick, huh? You want to eat some of these barbecued some of these barbecued uh, smokies? Okay, you didn't clean the kitchen, <laughs> you didn't clean out the car, your shoes are still in the front room. Yeah, she probably would have busted it out on me like that. But Barbecue I mean, smokies. yeah, you know, like that's what white folks do at every potluck now. No offense, Owen. But hey, at every works. potluck, you'll get smokies. somebody with a crock pot. You'll get a crock pot with them little tiny uh, Oscar Mayer Oscar Mayer sausage weenies with barbecue sauce poured all, all over. I don't know nothing about that dog. Yeah, I'm sorry. Tastes yeah. like good too. Yeah, they do. No I wish I wish somebody would bring a crock pot, a little weenies, to my some hill. <laughs> I really wish they would. Uh, really. I do not like to interrupt you guys having a good time and everything, but it is ten after eleven here, and I have. Fucking five o'clock in the morning, kids to get up with. So I feel you, but Owen, before you hold on, hold on. Yeah, last, yeah, first yeah, of all, yeah. before you do that, I just want to <laughs> say that because this woman was playing both of them, right? It turned yeah. out that she had HIV, um, oh. and so she was pissed after he broke up with her. You got to keep that in mind. Right. Took a splash. You know how that goes, fellas. Two months later, see you later, alligator. He broke up with her because she was a gold digging hoe and he recognized that. Yeah. She was pissed and he ended up going to see his physician. Now, it doesn't say that it was because he thought something was up. He just went because he gets a physical. Sure. And uh, she took a blood test. A blood test. She took a head check. And when he says head check, he's not talking psychiatric. He's talking about looking he's at the head of his, his penis. Dick. Exactly. Right. Like, why aren't you dead yet? Right. And then she's like, uh, you have HIV. And that's the thing that when, when, when you put it in that situation, you look at the rest of the lyrics, it doesn't make any sense to me. Those last two lyrics never did make sense to me. Yeah. Um, because it seems like when they say whichever man will freak right. It seemed like at that point both of them were smashing it, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so at the end, when he said, "Called Eric in the set, don't girl that girl don't mess around." Too late, cause Eric already had his draws down. Like mm. he, it seemed like earlier they were alluding to the fact that they were both hitting the same dang. Yeah, it does. So that's yeah. what didn't make sense to me. Oh. But the beat is still, the song is still, and you know, mm. back then everybody was trying to have that. HIV song, including Coolio with Too Hot. So <laughs> it was pretty but hot I, for a while there. Yeah. This song comes from Coolio. Um, <laughs> I want to thank y'all for having me oh, on the show. Yeah. Oh, oh, Rashani, oh, Rashani, oh, you know, on, yeah. as, yeah. as, so as always. Uh, Owen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now remember now, we talked about uh, Homeboy there. So we can't be, we, 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 we got to, uh, we got to kind of like, uh, See what we could do 
Because people going to be like, what the fuck are they talking about? It'd be like two months later. I'm going to blame it on the white man. No, I'm blaming no. it all on the white man. No, It'd be two this months. Get up in Hold a on. Week. You cut this part off. Now, I hope you cut the shit off. <laughs> oh, well, let's say bye to Rashani then. Okay. Hey, I, Rashani, I do want to. Yes, sir. It, it's been a pleasure, bro. It, it, you, you are funny shit, dog. Thank you so much. With the short shit. notice and everything, yeah. You yeah, know what? Man. It was, it was, it was a blast, and 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 I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, I do want to say because you know it has to be said. Uh, check out my show, single simulcast. Absolutely. Twenty minutes. Uh, the Dream Team and Sin and Solace. They're all available on iTunes and Stitcher and at singlesimulcast.com. Um, and thanks again, y'all. I really do appreciate it. I don't think that that ever truly is conveyed. I don't know if I convey that as well as I can, but every moment that I get to talk with a different podcaster or just, you know, have an opportunity to meet a new podcaster, it's an absolute blessing to me. And Isn't to have cool, the opportunity man? to do that, to have the opportunity to do that and have these sort of discussions. Yeah. Uh, to me, that, that means the world. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. And, and again, like 20 minutes notice or something. Really appreciate that. No yeah, worries. man, because we, we got confused. Like, you know, we, we had got it kind of confused with the guest that we had. So we're going to have uh, the guest we're going to have on today. We're going to have him on in about two weeks because he'll be ready to do it then because he'll be off, off. Nice. So, yeah. So got him, got him booked. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we'll see what's up. In a Samsonite Lloyd Christmas underneath the Aspen sky Puckered up for my last goodnight Kiss kiss on the lips with the landed eye Figured I'd be buried in a casket nine Upside down feet deep for my sad goodbye Don't die, try your eye Time for a change, time to escape Running through the rain like Andy Dufresne Following my nose, forgot what stands behind Came to the fork in the road and traveled up the plastic knife. Sharp, cut through the jungle like a samurai. Paintbrush ready for the canvas, white. Singing my song, give my regards to Broadway. Baby, I'm going back home. Traveled every highway like a my way line. Tightrope walking on highway lines. Seeing nothing but road and highway signs. One sign away from my guiding light in a caravan seat. A one man circus on the search for the a caravan dream. 
poison thoughts want something to believe in and i don't mean a poison song i talk something i can feel something i can see something i can breathe something i can be leave in the morning back when the sun sleeps birds eye view the underground like bun beat leaving forever one step closer one sign away from my guiding light singing my song give my regards to broadway baby i'm going back home 